Quest Gaming Network is proud to present Minecraft Off the Record. Hi, everybody. And welcome back to Minecraft Off the Record. And I am your host, Joe the Widget Wilson, and we are at episode number 54. And I am joined as always by Dave Deenforce the Adams. I'm not actually here today, I'm just sitting in. You're just sitting in? Yeah. It's but okay though, I'll, I'll be here. You better be here. I told you to drink yeah. your happy juice. I'm trying to hang on here, slip. <sighs> All right. Hey everybody, welcome to a great episode of Minecraft Off the Record. Glad to have you back. Perfect. And we are joined as always by Aaron <laughs> McCardio. Curry. Yeah. Yeah, I think Dave stole my happy juice. Mine's in the it's gone missing. Mine's Don't in the in the mine's in the form of an eight point four ounce can of uh, uh the bull is red. The bull is red. The one that doesn't give you fins? No, 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 no. It gives you a tells. Ah, I see. I see. You know that's <laughs> made with ground-up bull hooves, right? Perfect. Shh, that's the secret. <laughs> Alright, guys. We are brought to you today by TweakedAudio.com, the makers of the best earbuds on the market. If you're in the market, for new earbuds. Go to TweakedAudio.com. Check them out, guys. Great price. Lifetime warranty. Unbeatable customer service. Worldwide free shipping. Tweakedaudio.com. If you use the re- if you use the code off the record at checkout, you get thirty percent off your order. We are also brought to you by Guildlaunch.com, the makers of the best guild. So I know I always mess this up. It's like the um, a guild hosting site or website for to make your guild websites and your uh, server websites and other things anyway you go in there you sign up you can make a website for all your gaming needs guys go check them out they have amazing features awesome stuff if you go to minecraftotr.guildlaunch.com you can check ours out to see what you can do with minecraft alright ladies and gentlemen that again is at guildlaunch.com we got some stuff to get into we had a uh, I don't know who actually listened to the end of the show because I know that some people actually you know stop listening to the show and we go into how to reach us. If you did go back to last week, you know you can fast forward how to reach us if you like. But right after that, we get into a whole another discussion, so you might want to listen to that. <clears throat> uh, but first, guys, guys, we got stuff to talk about. Like, oh my God, what? Like, totally. I'm not joining it on this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I um, I went through and, and reevaluated the whole Dragon Age drop rate and the fact that hardly anybody ever got any. So what we did, or sorry, what I did, I, we, I redid the math, guys, and I did things a little differently. 
I went through and the new Latinog bosses are now at a they now drop dragon eggs at a 2% drop rate, which is double what they were prior. Uh, however, Reaper, Doug, Missive, Herobrine, the Hounds, and so on and so forth, you get the idea, have a much higher drop rate, anywhere from 5% to 20%, depending on the boss. Hint, hint, Missive is at the one at 20%. So, yeah, good chance of getting a dragon if you kill him, but uh, have fun killing him. Alright guys, uh, Comatist bosses, they got a significant increase in Dragon Age drops, after all, it originated in Comatist. So, the basic bosses start at a 5% drop rate, and go much higher depending on the boss. For instance, the uh, Generals have a 8% drop rate, Twins and King have a much higher drop rate, I won't tell you what that is. And also, the Forbidden Lackeys and the Forbidden Souls that roam around the Forbidden Lands also have a chance to drop Dragon Eggs. Very rare chance, but there's a chance Joe, there. What? Now that you bring this up, I saw my first <clears throat> Forbidden Soul today. Oh, yeah? That scared the crap out of me. You know, people hate those guys. I think, I think How many are there? There's, Is there more than one? There's two. Okay, I, I was wondering, because I had one on me hard. Like, I was trying to run away from him. He wasn't letting <clears throat> me. They're deadly. Yeah. And they have a bad habit of teleporting players randomly. Mm-hmm. I can attest to that. I was, I attacked one, and then he teleported away, and I was like, okay, so I went to go back to go building my place, and then all of a sudden, I'm teleported down into, like, an abandoned mine shaft. Could he bring me to a more creepy place? And then he kills me. <laughs> so, they're terrifying, and, they, and they're tough to kill, too. Forbidden Souls were an experiment, and actually, they have a high drop rate for Dragon Age, guys. They really do. Higher than most basic bosses but they've never been killed so good luck with that anyway the forbidden lackeys is a very rare chance so there's a much higher chance for dragon egg drops now so get out there kill yourself some bosses and get in with the dragon loots like we said one person's already gotten something from the dragon egg chest um and speaking of something awesome the forbidden king was killed now i have an interesting story about this a whole raid was going after him. Actually, it was about three or four people. And I realized that he was unbeatable. Why? Because his scripts were broken. They could have sit there and pound on him for literally nine to ten hours and would eventually beat him, but that was just pathetic. So I rewrote him and realized he was still broken. So I rewrote him again. Each one going from 50,000 hit points to 25,000, now 10,000 hit points. Hmm. <clears throat> However, he does mean stuff now. Like throw you up. 60 meters up in the air randomly uh, he might throw out some forbidden lackeys at you but ladies and gentlemen the forbidden king was defeated and it only took an hour with uh, I believe 5 or 6 people were there so very very beatable on top of that good old nameless got the first um, artifact weapon oh really the forbidden king dropped the bow called the Forbidden. Oh, yeah, I saw him using that today. I believe it's an artifact, which is Red Name. Nameless. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Yeah. I believe I wrote it as an artifact, yeah. So he got the artifact bow. It's actually technically the second artifact weapon because, well, no. No, it's artifact because it's a different shade of red than what the dragon weapons are. Technically, the dragon weapons are the best weapons in the game. And, um,. The bows from the dragon weapon are slightly better than the Forbidden King, or the Forbidden. The Forbidden, actually, no. You can actually compare it to the Bow of the Seven Stars, which is the higher damage value one, and they have comparable stats. 
the only, good. The only difference is the seven stars has the ability to buff the player with uh, strength, which I found out is useless with bows. <laughs> so I might have to rewrite that weapon. Great. Yeah. Yeah, it only... The strength buff, the increased damage buff, only affects melee. It does not affect bows. I ran numbers. It does not do it. So, um... I know that, for instance, the Forbidden King will randomly grant players a 45-second strength buff. However, it's kind of a slap in the player's face because it's almost impossible to get close to Forbidden King enough to hit him with a melee because that bow of his, he's very accurate with it, and it will knock you back halfway across his entire room. So, yeah. I'm going to rewrite the bow to seven stars in, I believe, who was it that got the bow? Um, It wasn't Cancel. Yeah, I thought it was Kenzo. No, it was Kempo. Oh, right. I'll have to give it back to Kempo. I'll take his and then give him a new one because the, the current one, the buff doesn't work correctly. So I'm going to rewrite that. Uh, other than that, I, I would like to see more players get those weapons. Um, especially because we're going to get into the new expansions. And when they get to Serene, you're going to need a dragon weapon or an artifact weapon. You're going to need them. Because you're not going to defeat those bosses without top-of-the-line gear, period. And that's a, that's with a lot of people. If you think any of the bosses that we've done are, are crazy, you have seen nothing yet. Well, yeah, but that whole once for the dragon weapons has pretty much led me to my third bullet point. Yeah. What was that? Uh, oh, gambling <laughs> problem. <laughs> we'll get into that. That's going to be funny. Um, so, one thing we know of is that the... Uh, the main bosses, there's going to be, I believe that we've settled on six raid bosses going to be in Serene. Those are going to be the only bosses. Yeah. Um, each one of them is going to drop one of the pieces known as the Set of the Gods. The Set of the Gods is max stats. For instance, the armor will have um, 10 durability, so basically you'll never have to repair it again. It's 100%. Uh, it will have like protection 9 and Thorn 6, things like that nature, so uh, Armor of the Gods is going to be insanely awesome, but you're going to have to kill those bosses for them, and they're not going to be easy. You're going to want to get well-geared people together who know the game, know the fights, and really get into it. But first, you have to get through Troitus! After some debate, we change the star. Yes, we have the power to change the stars. You know, No one gets that reference? No? No. It was, uh, what's that movie called? Um, about, uh, jousting? Oh, uh, uh, A Knight's Tale. Yeah. A Knight's Tale, or, was it Knight's Tale? Yeah, with Heath Ledger, right? Yeah, the Heath Ledger one. Uh, reference to that. Anyway. Good movie. Really stupid, some, in some scenes, like a dancing scene. Anyway, not, not about that. Okay. (laughs) So, what we did, instead of making it a world of giants, we decided to be more creative and open up our brains and went with an underwater themed world um, which was actually my original intent why I rewrote it I have no idea but obviously with the name Tritus Triton hello yeah it's a little bit close yeah it was designed to be underwater based so that's what we are building ladies and gentlemen and we have something known as the wow my brain just went uh, Temple of Serene is being built currently, and it looks so far pretty dang awesome. 
Temple of Serene is your path to get to Serene, which is the Star of the Gods. We're your ultimate destination. So far, here's what we got, guys. The story is a little bit of a spoiler here. If you don't want to hear this, turn off your microphone, turn off your speakers, whatever you want to do, skip forward. About 20, 30 seconds, unless we talk about it. Uh, here it goes. Players have discovered the plot that Missive and two other gods are trying to take over Serene, the home of the gods. The players must go to Serene to save the gods. However, the players must get to the Temple of Serene in order to get there. A sub-god by the name of Ronus. Those of you who play in Commodus might get that reference. May not. You might want to look closely at things around Commodus. Is the key to getting there. He's the only one that can get players there. However, here's a twist. When the players arrive, something is very, very wrong. The god of beasts has awakened the once thought extinct race of the Cretans and set them to prevent the heroes from reaching Serene. The heroes this must then find a way to restore the temple and reach Serene in time to save the gods. A once lost hero of the heroes has returned to help in this quest. So, what do you guys think? Nah. No, I'm actually, sorry. I think it's amazing. I've... I've I went there today with Joe. It is something that I know we'll have a great time on. <clears throat> it is vastly different than Commodus, guys. And how it's going to work and how it plays out. It's going to be vastly different. It's going to be a whole new different type of challenge. Uh, what do you think about that, Aaron? Underwater. It almost sounds like creepy. Like, you know, it's just, I'm just imagining dark underwater rooms with, like, monsters that just spawn in and like bosses i'm just trying to imagine like the boss fights for it just the under the whole underwater aspect is always kind of like a, a mysterious stink kind of creepy almost in a certain kind of way i mean I don't, it really depends i mean i guess some parts you can make it look nice and elegant and pristine and then other parts it could be like just plain creepy so I, i'm kind of excited to see what it's going to look like people had a, a great response to the idea of like a, a race called the forbidden for instance and the players now hate forbidden you know it's like a thing now um, so we want to bring something like that back to it with a different twist and that we, we bring, we're going to be bringing in the Cretans um, those guys are going to be very entertaining to say the least oh and this is why I, I think Lord Squirrels is like my hero he says in chat if, if Quest and Tritus require singing anything from Little Mermaid I rage quit just kidding I sing those songs during parkour and hardcore <laughs> oh my god Hero. There you see her sitting there across the way. She don't got a lot to say. What? <laughs> oh man! Something about her. La 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 la. All right, I'm stopping right there. All right, before I creep anybody out, the world is completely underwater, and we'll have challenges based on this theme. The Cretans are led by the once and mighty, the once mighty creep. So it gives you an idea of what's going on with the Cretans. Um, let me see here. Oh man, We're, we have like vast underground caverns, underwater zones. So get your respiration helms ready, guys. There might be some swimming. So yeah, I'm gonna 
keep killing Water General if I can then, because I That's want that. That's a good helmet. idea, actually. Uh, Water General drops a helm that is unreal. I'm going to be adding um, a, a really cool respiration helm to like the lottery and things of that nature. So, Anyway, vast underground landscapes, guys, as well. So, for instance, the, uh, the temple of Serene is actually 60 meters underwater. It's huge, and it's vast. And oh man, Dave, what would you think about the uh, the main fountain, dude? It honestly, it is reminiscent of the uh, Temple of the Seven Stars, and I think that's really what does it for me. Is that it looks it looks like part of the overall storyline of the server. It fits. You have no idea how hard I try to keep everything together streamlines and fits together and win a main storyline is that's like my goal for this entire server now there's a lot of little if you guys look around the server there's a lot of little cross references all over the place like for instance um ronis there's an area in ronis that was used to be named after him or in commodus that used to be named after ronis there's a whole bunch of like telltale cross-references in Old Antinoch that go back to New Antinoch, Commodus to, old, to New Antinoch, you name it. If you guys look around and you watch the story, you pay attention to the story, and you pay attention to the environment, you'll see them all over the place. And that's what me and Dave in particular have been really, really striving to hammer home. And Dave, you're right. I tried to make it look on that level and resemble what we're going to be putting in as Serene. I definitely think it's going to be a good stepping stone for when we're trying to work on Serene, when we pull all that that ter- certain type of uh, build over and actually make a full area out of it. It's going to help. Guys, Serene's going to be amazing. That build's going to take me and Dave and the other guys forever. But, it'll be awesome. <clears throat> um, let me see here. So, like I said, uh, underwater zones, underground landscapes... Here's where it's going to get interesting, guys. We are putting in underwater guild plots and player plots. Oh, I I had an idea on how to do that. I got to talk to you after the show. I think I got it. I got a few ideas, too, so we'll, we'll discuss that. Um, but we are doing those. They will be very expensive, but they're going to be awesome. So uh, pay attention to that, guys. Underwater guild plots and player plots. Yeah, we're bringing those back. Well, if you think about it, we haven't added guild plots and player plots since before we began building Comatus. Mm-hmm. We added the Casper plots, and then we stopped making plots. In fact, we're starting to run out, but with these coming in... There are people who are saving up money on a waiting list, waiting for a plot to open. What we may yep. do is go through and see who has not logged in in months and months and months, and then refurbish their plots. But, yeah, Dave. Um, no, people in general are like, I don't know if I like the idea of underworld underwater plots. Well, you will love it, trust me. It'll be cool. When do we not do cool things, guys? Come on, get real. I don't know. What's, what's the <clears throat> Sunday? Yeah. Oh, you were Dave. asking me a question. Shut I was up, trying Dave. to give you an answer. <laughs> <sighs> Alright, so access to Tritus can be done in two different ways. One, by completing the old Antnot quest chain. To where you can get the full story and live the story as it happens. Or, 
An, entr an entrance quest chain will be added to Comatis before Tritus launch. That will only be a sneak peek at what happened in Old Latinoc. And in memory of Squirrel, it's all parkour over <laughs> lava. <laughs> With ice. Ice parkour over lava, yes. <laughs> One huge, huge parkour. We can make it to the end. You can go to try this. Why? It's it like, doesn't make any sense but to make you PO'd. It's like 300 meters long. Yeah, something like that. Um, as we are doing Tritus, we are going to be having testers come in. We might get a, a new set of testers this time, not the ones we used before, so that they actually have something to be surprised about. Um, we'll let you guys know when we need some testers, and we pick one or two guys will be the official testers of Tritus. Um, <clears throat> other than that, I mean, most everything else we're just keeping under wraps. Like I said, we like trying. We like to try to bring something new to the table every time we do a new expansion so we're going to announce that as it gets closer to that launch we do not have any kind of launch time frame in mind right now it's probably a month or two away at least at the very least so be patient with us we'll be talking about it as the weeks progress guys that's all I got for you so Dave how about we get into some news um yeah sure this week, uh, this past week, in fact, on the 18th, a new snapshot released, in, along with a lot of others. There's been a lot of snapshots being released over this past week. Uh, the only one of note is uh, from June 18th, that's 13W25B, says it is no longer possible to break blocks with swords in creative mode, which... I don't see why in creative mode it matters what you break with what, but okay, sure. Um, but one thing of note I wanted to bring up is that there have been more bug fixes over this past week than I have seen in recent memory. And hopefully what that means to me is that we'll be seeing a, a very stable release when the, the new update finally does come out officially. I like it when they go through and fix bug fixes, but I'm not going to pick through all of them just for the show. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be kind of a pain in the neck. So, what do yeah. they mean by um, no longer possible to break blocks with swords and creative? Yeah. I thought you can do it with anything. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Pair, it, that seems just kind of odd. Like, out of the different things I'm carrying, I can't remember the last time I had a sword in my hand in creative mode. Well, some people like to just go around and hit... <laughs> Like, mobs are other people, I guess, in creative mode, and they don't want to break I, yeah, blocks, I guess. I guess. I guess that would help us admins when we're trying to test a boss fight. We can use swords, and it won't break the area, I suppose. That just doesn't make any sense to me. But whatever. It doesn't. Uh, you know, while we're on the on the point of, of news here, Pocket Edition finally received an update? Yeah! Four months! <clears throat> Pocket Edition has been waiting Four months. They finally received an update. And it isn't even a release, a final release update. It's still alpha. Hmm. Some world creation has been disabled until June 10th in this update. In fact, um, they finally added in-game chat for when other people are in. They finally added fire. Hmm. They added buckets, water buckets, lava buckets, milk buckets. They've added sheep chicken, pig, and cow spawn eggs, 
as well, they finally added eggs, milk, and cakes. So, it's finally looking almost like Minecraft. Finally. <laughs> I played Pocket Edition or tried it once at a demo, and it drove me insane. I couldn't figure out how to break a block. You have to just poke the screen and hold it. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah, I'm the smart one. <laughs> it is. It is very difficult to uh, master, but... I know uh, I got some friends who who play it religiously, and they're like, yeah, every time I'm out, I have downtime, that's what I do. So, hey, teach their own, right? Yeah, really. All right, guys. Um, we're going to get into a couple emails really quick here. Actually, no, we're not. Dave, how's your week, What's man? Up? Oh, goodness. Well, for one, this has been a, a, a rough week for me outside of the game, but inside of the game, I finally did get on, and I've been in quotes, testing uh, quests to make sure everything, in quotes, works right. I already know it does. I'm just curious, and I want to see all the quests. <laughs> um, so I went out to Old Antonok, which, by the way, that that is the coolest thing, that we pulled all that stuff over. Yeah, I love it. It's so neat. Um, but the first thing they do is send me out to Mount Tundrum, and... I ranted and raved. I got on on Mumble, and I was just... I know I made people like, wow, we don't want to listen to this dude anymore, because all I did was complain. Because I played Final Fantasy VII, and I am still scarred from the the big snow mountain area. (laughs) And Mount Tundrum is that area to me. It has pitfalls, it has a million twists and turns... And you can go inside of it, and there's a million twists and turns. And you can see the so, entire inside of the mountain. You can. It, it's, uh I think that's know, one of the coolest things that we did, was when, you, when you get inside Old Antna, or Mount Tundrum, and just look around. It's cool. It's also a pain in my butt, but it's cool. <laughs> Man, I, Tundrum, I went, I spent probably a good <clears throat> four hours just looking for the first boss in Mount Tundrum. Unsuccessfully. <laughs> and I told you where he's at, finally. I know, I still can't find him. <laughs> so, I'm going to have to actually have you hold my well, hand. he was actually killed. He was killed by a player. In fact, two players have made it to Old Antinoch. Kensel and Kempo, the, the, the Ken twins. The Ken twins? Yeah. They're, they're, people are calling them, like, the dynamic duo on the server. Oh, <laughs> Man, I'm... I want to complete that so bad because I know what's gonna happen. I want to see how it happens, you know, in my own first-person point of view. Yeah, I know that uh, Campo killed Old Alpha. Man, Old Alpha's gonna die by my hands. Okay, maybe not by my hands. I may get to him and be like, "I advance it so I don't kill him," but I want him dead. At this (laughs) point, I want him dead. Do it. I'm, I'm, man, I want him dead. Anyway, um, on the admin side of things, uh, separate from my gaming experience, I wanted to say that we, we've had to ban another person on the server, uh, for using mods. And I want to, yeah, it's been a while. I want to bring up (laughs) that, yes, we give everyone a chance to fix what's wrong. They come on, they don't know, they didn't read the rules all the way. We tell them, hey, turn off your mods. This is your final warning. They do it multiple times. They're banned. This was a second strike with mods. That means that he got banned for it. 
Yeah, if you're using X-Ray or any kind of cheat mods, you don't get much warnings, guys. It's one morning. If you don't fix the problem right then and there, we catch you doing it again, you're gone. And you can try hiding it all you want. We know when people are using X-Ray. We know it. It flashes all over our screen. So-and-so's using X-Ray! Blah, blah, blah! Well, that was neat, by the way, because that was the first time I've actually had it happen to me. Mm -hmm. And it did. It popped up <clears throat> bright blue. This person's using this mod... Go go to them. I was like, "Wow, okay, bro." <laughs> if you insist, and <laughs> Dave so went I over did, there. I followed the dude. Yep. Okay, the dude went straight, dug straight through offshoots in walls. He didn't. He didn't traverse the area like he had dug it out. He dug through the area to get right to diamonds. That's ridiculous. It's like obviously. So I just I followed the dude around. It's like you know. Dude's not even trying to hide it. So Our detections are about 90% accurate. So to be safe, we do follow players who get flagged. And just to be double sure. <clears throat> and that was his second time he's been followed and flagged. And there's no question about it. You just don't do it. There's no point in cheating. Well, there's some people who just won't listen to reason and they, they need to be banned. I mean, he was, people thought, was a respectable player. It turns out, no. I mean, you gotta be smart, guys. If you get caught doing it, just don't do it. Just don't. You don't have to worry about it. I don't want to ban people. I'm trying to get more people on the server, not remove them. So, I mean, honestly, if you get caught the first time, you know that we can catch you. Yeah. Doing it a second time is just like, hey, guys, I'm back for more. Like, really? Come I'm on. ready to be banned. Do it. Hey, so. I I I know I talk a big game about you know I'm willing to ban people. I'm really it's it's not an easy thing to kick somebody off of the server. It never is. He emailed us right away, and it was quite interesting when the email said something like, uh, "If you were watching my screen, you probably mistaken X-ray for Ray's minimap. Um, this is a problem. No, we didn't mistake anything. We didn't watch your screen. We watched ours." Yep. It's unfortunate, too. I emailed him back explaining exactly what we saw and how we saw it. And why he got banned. So, we don't want to ban you. And we don't like to ban people. We give lots and lots of warnings. We've had kids come on swearing up a storm and they've got 15 warnings. And finally, you know, straightened up and now they're playing as normal players. So, cool. I mean, just respect the rules. They're not hard to follow. In fact, they're really easy. Anyone else ever can tell you. Those rules are pretty simple to follow. Um, just play the game and have fun, guys. Don't try to cheat it. Alright, anything else, Dave? No, now I'm all sad because I had to ban somebody. Alright, well, we got some emails, and this is where it gets interesting, guys. I found three emails this week that were great for the show. However, I found them on the wrong email address. If you want to email in questions about the show, about the server that we want to use on the air, just email them to minecraftofftherecord at gmail.com. All these good questions we've been getting at are server team email address which is for you know um, problems on the server it's not for questions about the server first email came in to us from Landry and Aaron you want to read this yeah sure alright it says hey guys I'm unfortunately not a part of any of your servers due to me not having the full version of Minecraft PC anyways I was just wondering what is the guild if the answer is obvious, please forgive me. I know computers, but not too well yet, I'm afraid. Landry. Uh, right, anyway. What is a uh, guild? 
It's a group of people that like to hang out together and have formed a society. A common bond, if you will. Yeah, it's basically, on our server in particular, it's just a, a text-based system, but you, you can talk into a special chat room with the people associated with your guild. You can do... There's a lot of benefits to having a guild and working together as a team. A group that goes out, kills bosses, uh, makes their guild halls, which is like a, a group... Um, homing, a, a group home, if you will. Not for old people, but for guildies. Dave, any other better explanation of that? Oh, it requires, what, five people? You get the, the title in front of your name of the guild that you're in. Uh, that's a shared title between everybody in the guild, which identifies what guild they are in. Uh, guild benefits are, as we said, you can get a guild hall, uh, you can get a guild uh, plot, and uh, soon you'll be able to get an underwater guild plot, but I'm pretty sure we're going to have to... You're, we're probably going to limit people to one guild plot, most likely. Well, that's a shame. I'd like the underwater one, but I don't want to ruin everything we've built on our new one, our old one. I don't know. We'll have to talk that over, because I'm sure that we'll have limited... Well, we could probably extend those. What are you... I completely spaced out watching chat. What was the discussion? About the guild plots... In uh, Tritus. Oh, what about him? If you'll be able to own one of those and one in old or new Antimont. Yes. Oh, there you Sweet. go. Every area is different than the other. <clears throat> and you can have one in each expansion area. Alright. <clears throat> so, Aaron, you're up. Yes. Email two? Uh, no, right. actually. How oh. was your week? Oh, my week. Yes, my week is good. Uh, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I haven't done too much with this specific build besides supply a lot of the resu- uh, some of the resources. But uh, a lot of people from Razor's Edge, uh, the guild, have built a are currently building a giant palace out in Cometus. Seen it? Yes, it's huge. I love the place. And, and it's uh, like a griefing magnet, dude. I know. <laughs> they had two griefers today. I mean, me and Mibs were watching. It was funny. But, hey, I mean, there's not much you can do. It's, it's, it's just something that you know, a lot. some of the people decided they wanted to do. They wanted to do a build. I have a little build out back a little bit, kind of an observatory area. Not very good at building domes, that turned out. I'm, oh, that oh, was that's you. what that was. Domes are okay. Build domes, not so much. We were wondering <laughs> who was who built that, matro- that yeah. cool thing. Yeah. Me and Widget were out there. We were like, who built this? This is awesome. And, oh, okay. Um, you know, like like always, like that's people to not grief players build in the Forbidden Lands. But, you know, honestly, all the admins are going to do is point and laugh if it happens. So, just it's be respectful. It's more of a, eh, it's not bad, but, you know, not everyone's going to smile upon it. Okay, here's here's how you deal with that. Somebody griefs your stuff out in the Forbidden Lands, kill them. Kill them hard. <laughs> There's already got like a little war going on between some players. Oh yeah, the other day Bleps was like out for Nameless's blood. It, it, but <laughs> Nameless kept Nameless kept killing him over and over and over and it, Bleps had to resort to getting a nuke arrow just to take him down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take on the guy who has an artifact bow. Dude, he did. Bleps went invisible, went in to, to fight Nameless today. Nameless still killed him <laughs> while he was invisible. 
Well, yeah, great. but the thing is, though, he's invisible, so you got no armor. And that bow, like, he shot me with it. I had, okay, my helmet and my boots had uh, projectile protection one, and my pants had projectile protection three or four on it, and it still took off four hearts of me in one shot. Deadly, deadly bow. No armor, it's a one-hit kill. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, it was hilarious. I was laughing so hard. But other than the builds, I uh, finally have all the generals underneath my belt. And hey, congratulations. Hey, Air General, uh, in particular, was a very interesting fight. It was... Let's see who was all there. Me, Boone, Nameless, Mara, Kempo, uh, and was I think Gary was there too. War Wizard? I believe he was there. Anyways, we're all fighting him and shooting him and getting knocked off by him. And then someone shot him. I don't I'm not sure who. I think it was probably uh Kempo with his crazy bow. And the air general got knocked to the forbidden lands below. So he reset, but we all jumped down there and then we could place a bed and we just kinda beat up on him and eventually we killed him and it was much more my type of fight because those bow fights I'm not the greatest oh, I remember those. this I, I went over there when they when they were like going off ah oh, he's out of his platform I'm over there there's like a war zone down there because I guess he got lost and people were tearing up the land around looking for him yeah he, we, we thought maybe he <laughs> fell into like an empty pocket of you know below us so we were digging up the ground trying to find him and then he just appears back and then we start beating him up again but yeah, there, we had a bed right there, so we tried to keep him near the bed because there were times where he would just wipe us all out, and we but we'd just spawn right back next to him. So it's kind of fun when you take on the air general with melee weapons. That's funny. Even but on the ground, the air general is ridiculous. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> that means, Joe, we did that fight right. Yeah, that's, we did. That's awesome. Yeah, he was kicking their butt even on the ground. It was hilarious. That, that lightning that he does, the boom. He's tuned correctly. The air, the air general is a beast. So what do oh, you think yeah, about the uh, uh, what do you think about the water and earth and uh, fire generals? Water general is good until I can't find my way back up. A a that I de- I need raise mini map. I keep putting it off, and I, I just should just get it because that would make his fight so much easier. That's the only thing that gets me on that fight is, oh, look, because my helmet is only Respiration 1. <laughs> so, you know, I'm there for a, a bit. Better than nothing, right? But when you can't find a uh, the, the shaft to get air, then you're dead. I need to get Ray's mini-map for him, but, but I didn't mind his fight too much. Fire General, well, you saw that fight, Joe. Yeah, I gotta fix that one still. Yeah, so that one was kind of very simple, actually. And then Earth General, oh man. He's just like, he's a tank. Like, I want him on my raid group, because <laughs> that guy takes a punch. Like, yeah, he is the definition of a tank. Yeah. That's how we wanted, that's how we designed him to be. Um, that's, that's awesome, because that's exactly how we wanted him to sound. See, yeah, if you look at the generals, they each have an archetype based on the Holy Trinity. Um, see, the, technically the fire general is supposed to be the melee DPS, air general is supposed to be your ranged DPS, and the, heal- and the water general the healer, with the earth general more like a tank. I get I get the healer part because Wither technically heals him. Mm-hmm. It I does, actually. It. So, 
Yeah, no, that makes sense then. You got the melee range and then the tank and healer. Shiz <laughs> is asking what the respawn timers are. I don't tell you guys that ever. Hey, how many times have I said it? First rule of respawn timers, don't talk about respawn timers. Exactly. Second rule of respawn timers. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> which brings me to my... Uh, uh, well, that, that doesn't... Re- I'm really bad at these segues. Anyways, uh, hi, my name is Aaron, and I have a gambling problem. <laughs> hi, Aaron. Hi, Aaron. So ever since the casino has been placed, any chance I get that I'm a comatist and I have like 50, 75, 100 demons, I go there and I lose <laughs> all my money. <laughs> oh my god I'm like I really should be saving this you know especially since there's all these things you can you, you know save money for especially with the new expansion that's going to come out I mean I got time to save up for that but at the rate I'm going I'm going to be like you know sitting outside the casino like spare some emons <laughs> tin uh, cup tink 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 all right, for she- the poor <laughs> speaking of cups has anyone seen those mugs that are always around I have a sign on his his uh you have a cardboard sign hanging over his character. You know, we'll dig for coin. <laughs> I no, totally should do no, that. it's not for gambling. Okay, I'm yeah. a liar. Because, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I really want. I'm, I'm especially for the dragon egg one. I'm one drag. I should just kill bosses now that the things increase. But still, I, I, I have one dragon egg. I need another so I can do the chest because I want another weapon. And I also do the weapon guy because. I want to get a weapon from him too, and I also do the money guy because I need money to do the other chests. You see the vicious circle you put me in, Joe? You're welcome. So, yeah, that is uh, where most of my emons are going to. That is the sinkhole of the entire server for emons, in my opinion. But speaking of tons of emons, we spent a lot because Razor's Edge now has a guild hall, a very particular guild hall. Yeah, I did something. I probably shouldn't have, but I was being nice. Yeah, we caught Joe in one of his good uh, moods. Yeah. We, uh... Should I even explain it, what it is, or just... No, go ahead. Go ahead? Okay. It's... it's uh, What area is it? Like a mid-level housing? It's the mid-class, yeah. Yeah, in the mid-class housing, there are these condo-type buildings. You know, it's two different locations grouped up with the with a central hallway that links them together <clears throat> yep and yeah, duplex uh, duplex yes and it cost us 10,000 to buy that and we took out the middle walls and it's we have a, a kind of a back Yard waterfall that kind of takes us right down to Serenity, I believe it is. That what it is down there? Oh yeah, the player village down there, Serenity. Yes. Oh, is that is that's what that place? I've always I've never actually been in there. I always just walk uh, by it. You never been in there? It's a pretty cool little uh, player village area. Yeah, no, I've never actually. I just kind of see it. I because I use the road to go down to the area that I'm building at, and I also use that road to go down to the casino. Um. <laughs> And and my neighbors are using a weed whacker. Thank you so much. Uh, such sweet neighbors. And the guild hall is right next to one of our players' houses, Kenpo, and he kindly donated his place. 
and we were able to attach it, which uh, was very nice of him. He just he he's all he asked was to keep his uh, his part of the room. So you know he's a really nice guy. So we actually have a place now where all our players can sleep because before I think everyone is kind of stashed up in Nameless's attic. So <laughs> <laughs> kind of nice to actually have a place to sleep in. Air Guild Hall doesn't look that bad. It's actually pretty cool. I like I like I like the roof of it. It makes me think of like, like a guild hall, like you would see, kind of like in a medievalish way. You know what I'm saying? It's a rustic. Yes, rustic. That's the word. I love it. And yeah, so that's pretty much it for the guild hall. As we all know, last Sunday we opened up the hardcore server, right? Yeah, we're gonna talk about that in a minute, though. Okay, we'll talk about that in a second. Okay. Um, other than that, the listening to the chat or more reading it, I can tell everybody is really liking what's going on with the server right now. And there's been a lot of talk for the build off, so I guess you'll get into that later. Yeah, actually, so, pretty soon. Yeah, they're very excited to talk about to, to hear what that's about. So I, even I'm excited. So we're gonna get into our last two emails, and then we'll get right into that. Alrighty, well that's it for me. So <clears throat> awesome, dude. So we have an email number two from Michael W. Dave, you want to grab this one? Yep. says, Hey, QGN staff, I'm a big fan, and I have a question about something on the Minecraft server. My question is, you sell ser- can you sell services instead of items? Like, if someone needs help on some redstone-related stuff, they can right-click a sign, and a message will appear on the person's chat, and then that person can type in chat A for accept or D for decline. Sorry for my lame writing. I'm just a kid. My Minecraft username is... Okay, we'll get in that later. My- Michael W. Uh, Michael, no. There is no way of doing that right now because it requires going into player interface. As in, like, your interface if you were the seller. it For services, I mean, you can easily, like, broadcast. Okay, well, put a... Well, you had to have a place somewhere to put that. Well, a bounty sign or the signs that we have, like, in Blocklessness and, and off of your services or whatever for that, but... Yeah, you can do that, but we don't have any direct way of doing it, like a sign. So, yeah, and then my co-hosts are quiet. They missed their cue. Um, yeah, uh, I wouldn't even know how you would begin to do something like that. If it's user interface, like you said, that's one of your biggest complaints, is that a lot of the stuff that would be really cool to do is the user interface stuff. So, other than that, I mean, I guess you could just be like, hey, if anyone needs help doing so-and-so quest, pay me 25 emens, and here we go. Yeah. <clears throat> and our third email came in from Peter A. He says, Hello. A few days ago, I sent a white lesser crest in for main survival. I'm not going to do a voice. I'm not shank. I sent a white list request for main survival server. I was wondering if the server is down or if I did not get whitelisted. If you need to know, blah, 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 blah. So basically, guys, the survival server is down, like I said last week. If you didn't hear that, it is down until we get a new. Um, physical server. And in order what replaced it is what we are going about to talk about right now. See what I did there, guys? Complete segue. Yeah, you're better at that than me. <laughs> we are now doing an alternating weekly hardcore and build-off. So every other week will be hardcore, and we... Well, okay, okay, so one week hardcore, which was our last week, then next week will be build-off. Week after that will be hardcore, build-off. You get the idea. So last week was our hardcore... And we did a little extra stuff for it, like a, a loot chest right in the beginning to help give you guys random 
loot to get you get you started. And I was evil and set some traps. And my favorite one was I called the TNT hut that I think ended uh, Nameless's life and two others. So I was responsible personally for killing like five players. That's a lot of players. That's pretty evil, dude. Dave, are you there? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what huh. I did is I built a hut completely made out of TNT. I rigged a door. There was a door that had a, had two pressure plates with two iron doors. One of them triggered the redstone that triggered the TNT walls. The other one was the safe way in. In the middle of this room was a chest that had really awesome you know, possibility for loot. And then I covered the outside of it with either sand or grass, depending on where it was. So it was... It, you, I covered up the TNT. You walk in that, that room, and you go through the wrong door, and boom. Nameless was telling me about how he walked in and heard the hissing, and he was like, oh, crap, and boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> and yeah. the cool thing is... Um, hmm? Joe, remember how when I, I left you at, at on the hardcore night, and I said... Uh, that you were addicted to using TNT again? Yes, of course. Yes. Joe, you're addicted to using TNT again. But on a smaller scale, and for evilness. <laughs> I guess if it's for evilness, it's okay. We had another loot chest that we put in like a kind of volcano setting where you had to jump down to it. If you could survive the jump, it'd give you really cool loot. Um, I know I played on my alternate and didn't last a single day. Thanks to a freaking skeleton. Basically, the hardcore was set up to have your all your skills, but at a two and a half times increased rate of XP. So you gain levels two and a half times faster with mining, all that kind of stuff. Blast mining was active. Taming was active. So all the stuff that was not active on our regular server was active for the hardcore. However, TNT, blast damage, creeper damage, all turned on. Fire spread, you name it, was all turned on. So you guys had to deal with that. And I know one player, Dave, mm-hmm. used floor slash kill. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Now, so, I heard of, of so, a few pretty funny kills this week. Uh, the first of is I heard that someone went diving and unfortunately drowned. And that's not the funny part. The funny part is that there was an idiot who decided, hey, I'm going to jump into this water dive down and try to collect the items that this person dropped from dying. And died too. And died as well. That's awesome. McCarty, would you happen to know who this person is? Uh, yeah, it was... What's his name? D-W-M... No, try again. (laughs) It was me, yeah. I I tried to get his stuff because he had a lot of stuff he needed that we we needed to survive. And I I didn't know that in hardcore, you instantly die once you run out of air. I thought it it would just take your health down. I didn't know it would insta-kill, so I learned a lesson. Hardcore is set to level 3 difficulty, so all the enemies are dangerous. Zombies will bash down wooden doors. Um... You run out of food, you die. You're running out of air, you die. So it's dangerous all around. I know someone died from planting trees. Yeah, that's another one I was going to bring up. Suffocated in the tree line. Yeah. How did he get trapped in the tree again? He he used uh, the he used bone, meal bone meal on... Yeah. Standing on top of the tree and it killed him. Those are well, I mean, our hardcore heroes of the week right there, guys. Listen, if you guys 
Okay, I want to know. I seriously, I want to talk about it on the show. I want to have our hardcore heroes of the week. I want to know how you died on the hardcore server. So next week when we relaunch the hardcore server, yes, it will be reset. It will not have all your stuff there anymore. It'll be a new world, new environment, a new challenge for you guys to survive. So we want you to email us in how either with an MP3 or with um. Now, if, if you live like Billy Bob and Lord Squirrels, you guys are awesome. Depends on how long you played. If you played for a couple hours and, and claimed you lived, then you're a loser. But <laughs> <clears throat> we want to know how you died. And we want you to either em- send us an, e- an email with an MP3 or just a regular email and tell us how you died on the hardcore. We want to hear about it, so we, we might pick something to put them on the air and call you either our hardcore hero, and you might get something for it, guys. You might get something for it. As long as we can verify your story is true. Um, I don't know. Shadow might be our hardcore hero of the week. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, dude. If dying he died a tree. The tree that's... Might, so the next time I'm on and I see him on the uh, the um, our RPG server, which is now our main server, I, I might give him something nice for being our hardcore hero of the week. So, ladies and gentlemen, Shadow... I forgot the rest of his name. Shadow Luigi, Luigi also known as Pikmin. Shadow Luigi, a.k.a. Pikmin, you are our hardcore hero of the week <laughs> for dying in a tree. So Those trees are dangerous. So, again, guys, next Sunday we'll be relaunching the hardcore server for another week. Look forward to that. But this week, guys, we're bringing back the build-off! <laughs> so, as we end the show tonight, the build-off server will be going live. Ladies and gentlemen, the build-off server will be in creative mode. Almost all the time, until unless we decide to be wacky and do something that has you go into survival. But right now, it is all creative, guys. So, there are some simple rules we ask of players who go into the build-off. It is not whitelisted. Please, no griefing of other players' builds at all. If you are caught doing this, and you will be caught, you will be banned instantly from all QGN servers. Now, I'm not just saying I accidentally you know, broke something in, on someone's build and you fixed it, whatever. I'm saying someone purposely going over there and destroying someone's build. We don't, we don't allow it. We don't permit it. And you will be banned from all QGN servers. No questions asked. Uh, number two, only build what the challenge is. Nothing else. We've had a lot of times when we did build off in the past, people doing stupid stuff like building Pokemon during a castle build. Um, please mark your builds clearly with a sign with your name on it or your co-builder's name on it. We'd be most appreciated. Um, let me see here. No profanity. No building ding-dongs and other profane things. God, you I love ding-dongs. will be banned. It's favorite dessert <clears throat> in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, this week's build will be a Pokemon! Team- Shut up, Dave. It is not Pokemon. It never will be Pokemon. Ever. Alright, this week's build is in relation to Tritus. It is a two-man build-off. You can do it solo, or you can do it with two, with one other person. So it's two players. This week's build is Underwater Adventure Zone. In relation to Tritus. We want you to build an Underwater Adventure Zone. Basically, write a quest either using signs or books. Build the challenges and build at least one boss area. You can use a sign, whatever, to, de- to describe the boss and so on and so forth. This build will be judged on the following criteria. One and foremost, creativity. 
Two, solid theme. Three, engaging quest. Four, does it match Titus? Or Tritus? And five, the environment. So, that's what it is, guys. The creative server is nothing but water. You have one layer of dirt with 60 layers of water. Full creative mode. So you're going to spawn in underwater. Don't worry, you won't drown because you are godlike. Alright, uh, let me see here. We will, each winner, will be. we're going to pick three winners. A first place, second place, and a third place. Each winner will be featured in a build-off video, YouTube video that will be posted next Sunday. Um, so winners will also be announced on next week's show. And the first... Third prize, okay, third place prize will be a tier four chest and fifty emons each on the RPG server. Second prize will be a dragon egg each and one hundred emons each. First prize Dun 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 Their build will be used in the Tritus expansion. Copied and pasted with the quest written, produced, and working as well as the boss active dragon loot chest for both winners and 200 emons each so what do you guys think any comments i am not going to judge this week or (laughs) offer to judge i have an idea in mind and i'm going to be building you do it dude now i'll tell you right now i'm gonna be judging i will be judging Um, first off um i'm gonna be looking for creativity now when we say underwater if i see a bunch of you know, everybody doing a Kraken, then that's going to just kill it for me. Um, another thing, if if I see an area that is looks like it was two different people obviously doing two different ideas, it's not going to work. Another thing is, you got to figure engaging quests, it needs to be the sort of quest that you see out of Comatus. It can't be something ridiculous. Or something creative. Or something creative. But within We're, reason. Within reason. It, it can't be ridiculous stuff like, you know, bring me an item that doesn't exist in the game. You know, something something ridiculous. It can't do that. Um, now, when we say, does it match Tritus? We're talking about, you know, we, we, we're going to be using what you would normally find underwater, right? Yeah. Sand, sandstone, uh, clay, dirt... Uh, mossy you know, stone, mossy, you know, broken down, degraded look, but it, at the same time, it needs to look usable. Yeah, because again, we're going to be using this for the Trias expansion, and we do have certain criteria. So, you know, guys, the future build offs could include winding up in the RPG server yes. and other things. So, yes, this server will be reset. But don't worry about it. Your the first, second, and third prizes and other places will be immortalized by a video, and the first prize will wind up surviving into the RPG server. So get in there, do it. I don't care if you think I'm not good enough. Just do it. We've had so many winners we did build up before that said the same thing. I'm not good enough. Wound up winning the whole thing. Yeah. You know what? <clears throat> I would love to be in a situation where I have to talk Joe into letting us use more than one of these builds in the Tritus expansion. I would yeah. love that situation. So please, build to your heart's content, wow us, 
make me beg Joe to put your build in all the right. expansion. Since this is all underwater, what I'm asking you guys to do is to build a glowstone tower, one single block, all the way up through the water, up into the air, with a sign on top of it. That way we know where your build is, because I don't want to have to go hunting underwater for everyone's build. It would drive me insane. So clearly mark it with a glowstone tower going up out of the ground, or up out of the water, into the air, with a sign saying who built it in the name of your build. Got it? So we don't want to hunt. If we can't find your build, we cannot judge it. And there is a lot of room. Please try to stay somewhere relative near the original spawn point. Um, we don't want to have to go hunting all over, you know, a thousand meters on the server. That's just not going to happen. A good rule of thumb that we've used in the past, if you can take out a bow and shoot the person's build next to you, you're too close. Yeah, but it still has to be worth finding. Yeah. Uh, Also keep in mind that players will be, if you win this thing, they will be going into your area, so it has to be survivable without being more challenging. One last question, Joe. We gotta have time to judge this. What time are we shutting down the build-off server at the end of the week so that judges can come in and look at it and judge for a winner? 2 p.m. Eastern Time, Sunday. There you go. Does that work for you, Dave? That works for me. Beautiful. 2 p.m. Eastern on Sunday, the server will be shut down, and you will no longer be able to build any further. It will be whitelisted, and you will have to leave, and the judges will do their business and pick the winners. All right, guys. Any other last comments on the build-off? What do you think uh, about the uh, prizes, Aaron? What do I think about the prizes? Mm-hmm. The first one's awesome. You're gonna, your thing gets put into like the new expansion, so you're actually contrib- contributing to it. Plus, you know, you'll actually know how to get through it pretty quickly. Um, plus, dragon loot chest and 200 emons. That's nice. Dragon egg and 100 emons for the second prize. That'd be great. For me too, because I need one dragon egg, and even a tier four chest has a chance at uh, randomly enchanted diamond and mm-hmm. fifty emons. So that's like that's like gambling right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> plus, you get featured in a, a YouTube video. So I mean, it's bragging rights. You know, everyone at least gets you know it, at least even third place gets bragging rights. Right. And, and I another two questions. It says two man build off. Can you go solo? Yes. Also, if you have a question of whether or not a certain block would fit into the theme, are you allowed to like be like, hey, I don't know if this would kind of fit in or no? Use it anyway. Use it anyway? Yeah. Okay. Use it anyway. Wow us. Wow us. For real. Okay. I, I um, didn't know if you were limited to like sand. Barfing of the buns. We may do an honorable mention. It depends. If we find something worthy of an honorable mention, they may get a small prize as well. I would like to say one thing. Uh, yes, this is a two-man maximum build-off. Meaning, we're willing to give two men prizes for a win. If one person is do- going for this build-off alone, they don't get both people's winnings. They no. don't get two dragon loot chests or two dragon eggs. They get one dragon loot chest or one dragon egg if, let's say, they win second place. Exactly. So you're actually, if you don't have somebody with you, you're actually losing out on uh, your winnings if you do win. Um, as for the boss, I know that people have questions about that. All we want is just a sign or a book describing the boss. We want to see its arena. 
And one thing when, when you're looking at doing a boss fight is you want the arena to play with the boss fight. So look at the kind of bo- things that our bosses do within the RPG server, and that's your limitation. Uh, it can't be anything super crazy. And I mean, however, the boss will not determine it because I might redesign the boss myself anyway. That's just so I can make it work. But we still want to see your ideas for it. Don't make it crazy. Make it within reason of what we can do in Minecraft. Um, other than that, guys, I think that's going to cover it. So the build-off starts as soon as we end this show tonight. Very, very soon, in fact. As a matter of fact, we're going to our final thoughts. My final thoughts are... I can't wait to judge this build-off, man. I'm so excited to have this back. <laughs> I'm so excited to have the hardcore build-off back. It's been in the works. I mean, it hasn't been in the works. It was a sudden thing last week, but it, it works. And I'm having a blast with it. I, I, I was really pissed off when I died to a skeleton that had knockback three bow. I couldn't walk. I was so mad. Anyway, Dave? <laughs> I feel you, man. I'm I'm ready right this second to just turn on the damn thing and let people go at it. I want to see what people build in this. Because I'm, I'm already excited because I, you brought me in today to look at, at Tritus and ideas are already popping in my head. I cannot wait to see what other people have for ideas for this mm-hmm. and come in and, and show us to not only bring in their own ideas and have one brought in that a user's made, but to also spark my creativity. Yes, exactly. Aaron, uh, I have ideas going through my head like crazy right now. Like, oh, if I have the boss room set up like this, and I could have, you know, and then up here, and then down here, and then and then there's a hallway, and yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I want to build. I want to put open it up. Let me build. I'm I'm gunning for first. That's what I'm gonna go for. I have so many ideas in my head right now. Even though you're on the show, sir, you will actually at a disadvantage because you're on the show. So and I'll be judged to a higher. <laughs> so good luck is, to you. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. I have some cool ideas. I, I'm sure you do. I I can't wait to see what people think. Um. All right, guys. I I probably will I will not be doing my alternate on this because that'd just be unfair. But um, even though people don't know who he is, still. All right. How to reach us, Dave? How to reach us? You can go to questgamingnetwork.com for all of our great shows, or. <clears throat> minecraftofftherecord.com for this great show. For a question that you have about the show or to ask us on the show, send it into minecraftofftherecord at gmail.com. If you'd like to see our server site, which includes our forums, all of our servers, all the rules, um, as well as our QGN TV, where you can just go straight there and watch it in site. You can go to minecraftotr.guildlaunch.com has pretty much everything you need there. Forums are great. If you have a question about the server, if you can't get a hold of a, an admin quick enough, ask it on the server. They're more, usually more than w- willing to answer any question you have. Also, uh, you can send in any server issues, such as griefing, as long as you take pictures, take screenshots, if you see any issues on the server, such as broken NPCs, griefing, um, problems with quests, send that in to MCOTR server team at gmail.com. I want to remind everybody that there is no more whitelist for any of our servers. So don't sweat it. As a matter of fact, we took down our survival server IP and put it up with uh, the IP address is the same for both the hardcore as well as our build off. Well, it has a, a different port. 
Well, I mean, the IP address for the hardcore and build-off are the same exact IP. Same port, everything. Because oh, one yeah. gets shut down, the other one gets turned on. Right. But that the all the IP addresses and everything, mm-hmm. again, that's on um, minecraftotr.guildlaunch.com. Um, in-game, you can check us out at Joe is at Widget. Remember, there's no Widget at on the in-game. That's yeah, a, uh, yeah, there. Yeah, that's that's not there. Um, you can check me out at D I E N Force. <laughs> Dan is at Boontini when he decides to get on. Aaron yeah. is at Macardia. It's M-A-K-A-R-D-I-A. Remember, he's not an admin. He's a lowly, lowly peasant. I mean, <laughs> just a normal user. Um, Twitter. You can check us out at Minecraft Off the Record at Minecraft OTR. Joe is at The Widget. I am at Dianforce. Done the same way as my as my in-game name. Pretty simple. Dan is at Boone underscore Teeny, T-I-N-I. And Aaron is at Macardia, M-A-K-A-R-D-I-A. All right, guys. Let's get to building and have a good time. Minecraft Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production. And I just want to say, everybody, keep on building, and we'll talk to you next week. Have a great one, y'all. We will see you next time. See you all in the build-up server, guys. I'll be the same.